The show you're about to listen to is very old and comes with a warning. When we recorded these shows over a decade ago, the world was a different place and we were little more than children. As a result of this, you might hear a few things that by today's standards we judge to be inappropriate or offensive. Please don't be offended. In the years that have passed since recording these shows, we've all grown up to be wonderful, loving, liberal, free-thinking, open-minded individuals. If the us from over a decade ago say something to upset the you of today, please understand that we're as disgusted with ourselves as you are. But isn't this what life is all about? Learning and growing? We all said and did things in our younger days that make us cringe when we think about them. We just recorded it and put it out on the internet. With all that in mind, I hope you enjoy the show. Oh, and there's just one more thing. Don't email the show or try to enter competitions. We don't have that email anymore and all the competitions are over. We do have a Facebook group where you're very welcome to discuss any aspects of the podcast. Please visit simplysyndicated.com for more information. still have to take a picture of us doing mouse hands. Oh dear. Go on. Well, we're going to have to all fit in somehow. We'll do it after this. It's going to look ever so gay. I know. know. (laughs) That's why I want to do it. Right, yeah, we'll do it afterwards. Okay. 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 Good evening and welcome to Movies. Oh, phone. I'm getting phoned. Have you switched your phone off? Every yeah, I'm turning it off now. Uh, I turned it on to take the picture. Ah, uh, I forgive you then. Okay, sorry, okay. go ahead. Good evening. Oh, sorry, don't say tonight's movies you should see. Why? Because we're not recording it at night and people aren't necessarily listening to it at night either. But you said exactly yeah. that on we the are, last one. Yeah, we always do. We always do. It doesn't matter. Okay. We always say goodnight at the I end apologize. of the show. Yeah. I know, doesn't that was matter. the other thing. Okay, go on. Doesn't matter. Go on. Go on. Do it. Good okay. day. Do it. Ow. Hello on this fine day and welcome to... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Richard had a go at me for introducing this as uh, Hello, Good Evening um, and pointed out that... Um, our, having a go is a bit strong. Yeah, well, he was throwing things. It got a bit lightly, yeah, it, was, it was rather heated. Yeah. 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 So on this fine spring afternoon here, we are doing Movies You Should See, a special, the bitching special. Now, a lot of you have pointed out over the past few months that um, they get sick of the utter love fest that we have sometimes in, with films. It well, is a- this is dedicated to those of you who are quite sour-natured yes. and want to hear really horrible things said about films. films. Yeah, we're basically going to get it out of our system. So um, today I'm going to be Mike Crawson. I'm Alison Frowning. I'm Richard Smith. And I'm Rage Bevan. How did you get Rage? Rage is almost cool. That's like, yeah. 
I'm going I'm to call you that from now on. He's like the guy who stands quietly in the shadows until the right moment. Yeah. That's a, that's a second written joke, by the way, yeah. after Agent Johnson. After Agent Johnson. We I hope you liked there? it. It was, it was funny. We Didn't think we're geniuses. Yeah. So basically, this is going to uh, run as a form of Q&A. Um, I'm and just going to throw questions out into the mix, and we're all going to answer, you know, passionately about... Things that we dislike. <laughs> if you're offended by strong language, fuck off now. <laughs> you ugly cunt. <laughs> oh dear. Bleep that, oh. bleep that one out. Can I, we bleep? I wish we had a bleep. Bleeper. There's yeah, no can, bleep. Yeah, we can put bleeps on it. There's no bleep. We can manually put a bleep in. Oh, Let's take, do it. That would take uh, fucking ages. That's one for you then. Okay. <laughs> okay. Should we start? We'll start on a slightly positive note because it's all downhill from this. I just hyped this up as a really... Sh- you know. No, I'm, I'm, we want to, I want to start off just slightly, slightly positive. Do we want to have an arc into it? And then we're going to go... Yeah, we've got yeah. to build people up to crush them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay, okay yeah. so very simply, your, your personal best film ever. Tough one, tough one. Very your favourite film. If, if, you, if you could pick a film to go to a desert island, desert island with. It changes every week for it me. It does change a lot. Um... So best one currently then, at least. Well, your your favourite movie. This today. shouldn't have been How a hard question. Today? How do I feel at today? this moment? See, I, I've always I've always been very partial to Last of the Mohicans. I don't know why. It just grabs me. I mean, Day Lewis's textbook. Um, one of the girls in it. I think she's one of the most beautiful things in the world as well. And just the fighting in it. I just think it's it's just a film that I could happily sit and watch like, every single day until I die. Really? Yeah. Excellent. I love it. See, that's that's what we were looking for. Okay. Okay, you two. Uh, I think mine's going to be Goodfellas, which is a bit of a strange pick for a woman, I guess. Um, Still textbook, though. It really is. And I'd not really seen anything quite like it at the time. And it's got um, big ticks in there for just who's in it. Big big what? Big ticks. Oh, right, okay. Ticks in boxes. With a T. Just because of who's in it, I love... Uh, Ray Liotta is that Ray Liotta or Ray Liotta yeah I love that guy I think he's one of the most menacing actors out there and when he laughs it just chills my blood Um, in a nice way yeah yeah (laughs) Um, the violence is unremitting Um, the language (coughs) is unremitting the greed of these guys is just appalling I, I just love the whole look feel everything of that film Brilliant. Excellent, Michael. Are you still thinking? Um, I I think it's yeah, yeah. It's a tough fucking question. Like, say for example, currently, it my favourite film at the moment is Old Boy. Okay, but that could change. <clears throat> um, but if I'm looking at something that was consistently one of my favourite films for a long time, it was Heat. Ah, and I think right, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd someone's think, actually put. Um, we should do Heat. Yeah, someone's actually put it on as a. Um, Vote thingy, haven't they? Oh, what's it called? On the poll. 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 Yes, that's what I was looking for. Someone's actually put that up. I've not voted yet because I need to watch Heat again. Heat's just, uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's awesome. It's a stunning No, film. no, it's awesome. We, we it's, need to do Heat. It's, yeah. It's, I don't really want to go into it too much because it's just, it's just, yeah, we need it's to do really it properly because that's, yeah, that'd be it. My, my own answer to the question, um, a film that has always been one of my favourites, has to be The Burbs. I could watch that film over and over and actually have watched that film over and over and over again. 
<laughs> I will never grow tired of them discovering the femur bone underneath the fence. I will never forget Tom Hanks walking out of the burning building or hitting the gas line with the pickaxe. It's wonderful. We have less than the Mohicans, good fellas. Heat and the burbs and the burbs. <laughs> <laughs> what a mixed bag that yeah. is. <laughs> okay, so moving on then, mm-hmm. and this is all downhill now. We're going to get nasty. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> right, okay. Personal take worst the gloves film off, of Richard. Take time. the fucking gloves off. Wor- worst film of all time, in your opinion. Oh, right, okay. Now. Now, now. Ah, this is a complicated one, this one. This is a very tricky one. This is a it? tricky one because you have a category onto itself, which yes. I like to frame as the movies that are so bad, they're good. I own a number of these films deliberately, not because I thought they were any good. I know full well how shit these films are, but they are so entertaining to watch because you cannot understand how some filmmakers can make so many mistakes in a row Mm. or on one project or how a script managed to get through five or six drafts before, I don't know, it can't have gotten through five or six drafts, how a script managed to get onto a producer's desk. The producer took a look at it and said, yeah, that'll make a good film. My example for this one would be Friday the 13th Part 5. Is that the one you're going for? Yeah. Friday the 13th Part 5. But you love it, don't you? A New Beginning. It's an amazing film because it is so bad. It is literally one... Apart from I Spit on Your Grave, which is nearly as bad, but that's low-budget bad. This has actually had money behind it. Low-budget bad can be forgiven, I feel. Not... This one, not spit on your grave. I've, no, I've never seen you it. You cannot so forgive. I'll have to take your word no, for that, no, you cannot forgive it for for that. But that was low budget bad. This actually had some money behind it, and they still managed to be fucking awful. So Friday the Thirteenth Part Five. Part Five specifically is the worst of the ten films. Right. Good one. Yeah. For me, for me, I think one of the worst films, in my opinion, ever to be made. Battlefield Earth. <laughs> Oh, dear Lord. You haven't what? actually watched that, though, have no, you? No, I've watched the first half an hour, and that was bad enough. Well, that was the film that re-killed John Travolta, wasn't it? Yeah. And he ended was there, Barry he died. aspirations. He pulled Fiction back and then left. Yeah. Along and, with Battlefield Earth. And ended any of Barry... Pepper's aspirations whatsoever. Was he in that? Yeah. He was the lead role. Like, I've never come close to watching it. Yeah. The only person no. who managed to come out unscathed from that was Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker sucks ass. He plays the same role in every film he's ever been in. Sorry. So does Charlie Chaplin, but don't hear me griping about him. I don't own Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> I think he's just, he's played some appalling roles. What, Chaplin? Forrest yeah. Whitaker. Chaplin in Fucking that film where he's got species. the cane and the bowler hat. Oh, that character was awful. Wank, wasn't it? Yeah. Come on, look, look at Species when he's the psychic who walks into a room with a dead body in the corner and the wall's covered in blood and he says, something really bad happened in here. No fucking <laughs> shit. Yeah, that's not Forrest Whitaker's That's not fault. him, is it? He that's... did the role. <laughs> Fair enough. He read the script. He said, yeah, I'll do that. He needed the money, maybe. I, I hope damn well he did. I think that would put him as an accomplice rather and then, than a yeah. full guilt. In, in Ghost Dog, he played that role, only with a bit of ninja skill. And then in every film, he's played that role. He's the quiet, weird, big guy sort of thing. That's what he does. That's his role. Yeah, but he's typecast. It's like Gary Oldman always plays psychotic bad guys, apart from in Batman Begins. You That's can't... True. Typecasting is it's not something you can do anything about. It's better to be typecast than not type, than not cast at all. That's... Yeah. Oh... 
From a working perspective. From a working perspective, but you can't, like, argue with that. No, I suppose not. Yeah. Because, yeah, um, yeah, because it's, it's hard for actors to do that, though, isn't it? Because, yeah, they'll get presented <clears throat> with these opportunities that happen to be the same character. Exactly. So it's very hard for someone to branch out. It's like I seeing an Al Pacino film where he doesn't shout. Yeah. No, I've, I've just looked, as we've just done uh, French Connection, I looked in the trivia there and it actually said Steve McQueen was offered the role and turned it down because he just played a cop and didn't want to get typecast. <laughs> so Yeah, but he's Steve McQueen. That's the... Yeah. Ah, but yeah, maybe that's why he's Steve McQueen. Did you ever stop to think of that? Huh? That's why we know who he is because he didn't do the typecasting thing. He played by his own rules. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly. Battlefield Earth, Friday the 13th, part five. Um, it's a French film called Best Moi. Um, best me. Best, best oh. moi. Which translates as fuck me. me. Yeah. <laughs> right, um, fair enough. It came out a few years ago now, and it's, it's a story of two women who, who, Meet, they hook up, and they go on a killing spree. Um, <laughs> one of them's a, a, an adult film star. She did just prostitution as well. There's a backstory of drugs, but basically they just go around fans killing folk, and um, that's it, really. Nothing else to report about that film other than two women kill people unremittingly, and um, and then it finishes. It's bollocks. I watched it. You thinking, feel very passionately ooh, about this. I watched it because I think this has got lots of elements that I'm going to really like about this film. There's there's French for a start. There's drugs. There's there's racy women who um, who wield guns, and um, and that's all I got. There was nothing else. I didn't give a shit about any of them. I wish the guns had all misfired and blown up in their faces, and that I could have had that two hours of my time back. Thank you very much. Bag of wank. Superb. Me? Go for it. Now, this for me is as tricky as the best film. I think there's so many I could name. Yeah, there is a lot. You've got Dungeons and Dragons, but that's (laughs) that's too fucking obvious. And that almost falls into the category of it's so fucking bad, you've just got to see this. Oh, and go to the cinema to see it. Oh, God, good money. I'm not going to go over timeline again. We've we've mentioned timeline. We know about timeline. I'm leaning towards the third Matrix film. I'd really ideally want to count the second and third as one because I thought they were both equally shite in every imaginable way. But, oh, no, you know, I'm going with Matrix 3 because I didn't complete the training. That's it. That's it. I didn't complete the training. Neither did I. Oh, fuck off. I didn't see that one coming a mile away. Terrible film. Awful film. Destroyed the magic that the first Matrix film had put together and was just so much a cash in. So much. Let's just get the audience to bend over, drop the pants and see what money we can take from them. Let's make two, three, the Xbox game, the animation thing. Bollocks. Rubbish. Took the piss. There you go. Matrix 3. My own worst film. Are we allowed to counter? No. It's my opinion. Let's counter, Craig. 
Well, I know after you, after well, you. Well, well the point is, is that it's my worst film no, of all yeah, time, no, no, and no. I know you think the worst film is Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, yeah five, so generally, that, that's a surprising choice. Yeah, for the worst film, I your worst film. Well, considering the production values, as it's, well. considering I, especially the, considering the, the production value, I would like to think that if we were given that much money to spend on a film, we could come up with something that was far more watchable than the crap they called the Matrix. To be honest, because I know for a fact that nobody in this company would write a line like "I didn't complete the training." That's, in, in this seems to be style. your only stand-up reason for no, saying this, just, though. It, but that moment was just so catastrophic that it ruined the rest of it. And I okay, then anything with you know, oh maybe two thousand and one. Oh my god, you were always going to be controversial with this, though, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 2001 is not a good film it's and it inevitably inevitably leads to that conversation you have where somebody will mention it and someone will go I didn't get it nobody gets that film and some twat in the corner will go well actually I understood it all perfectly and if you read the book you'll understand it all perfectly as well but you can't read can you huh? and you'll just sit there thinking you fucking twat because he's because so, he's why right? was he so, so who's the better person the in that room then exactly <laughs> it's the condescending thing I don't like <laughs> um, most things by Stanley Kubrick actually eyes wide shut I'm going to get slagged for this but China why was he in the picture at the end? I'm waiting for one single human being to tell me why he was in the photo at the end, and then maybe I'll accept it was all right. Because it's fucking okay. magic. That's all you get. It was magic. No, it wasn't magic. It was bad evil film. magic. It was a bad film. And Clockwork Orange is fantastic. I didn't mention that one. Clockwork Orange is okay. It has its moments. Barry Lyndon, Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal, Full Metal Jacket's fantastic as I well. I didn't say anything by Stanley Kubrick. You did, didn't you? You did. Did I? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Most things by Stanley Kubrick. Next question, because this could develop into this a whole This could, and you're shit. all just going to stab me in the end. Best actor or actress? Mm. <clears throat> Kevin Spacey. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Mm. Very, very good. So I do like Tom Hanks a lot. No. 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 Why? He pisses he's a good me act, off. He's a good actor, but... I think mm. he, he can pretty much play anything. I don't, I, don't I don't think he can. I don't no. think he can at all. I don't think he can play a hard man. I don't think he can play a bitter, twisted, nasty man very well. I'd like I don't to see him try, I don't think he evil though. very well. I, he, I can't see him as a gangster. I can't see him as a psychopath. I see him as a nice gentle, middle-class, middle-American, nice man, and he can't do bad man. It's very true, which is odd because you tend to find that villains are easier to play than, than the hero, like the more, you know, because to make a hero interesting is a lot harder than making a villain in this yeah, interesting. Can, yeah. See, that's how good he is. He doesn't want to sink to the depths of someone no, who he would just, have to play a, a he criminal just, to, to appear. He good. just can't do it. <laughs> He just he just doesn't. He try. Have you seen Road to Perdition? No. No. It's like he tries to do the gangster thing and that, and it just doesn't work. He just, just doesn't. No. He had a weird tash, and it was yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, the, the things that can throw you, people. I oh, know. It was Tom Hanks, but he, he had a moustache. I never completed the training. Fuck you very much. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Far worse than a moustache. Um, <laughs> suppose you could always shave the moustache off. Yeah. Someone you could always cut the line from the film, though. Yeah. yeah. But they didn't. 
CG yeah. the moustache But then they didn't shave his moustache. Yeah, they did CG his moustache <laughs> All these points are equally Yeah, because it looked weird and people didn't like it, so they got rid of the moustache or put a shadow over it or something like that. Right. So. I, I thought I didn't remember seeing him with a tash. Yeah. I've not actually seen the film. It's, uh, it's an all right film, but he's just hideously miscast. I'm going to say, see, I would like to say Kevin Spacey as well. You can agree but with me. I'm, yeah, I'll, I'll second, I'll second your, I'll second your uh, choice there. But I do have to mention Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, yeah. Textbook. No one is going for Tom Cruise then. Fuck off. I, he's my third. No. <laughs> yeah, he's all right. He's no, no, no Tom Cruise. Um, you're quite average. Yeah. yeah, you're quite average. You don't like my acting. You don't like my acting. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Who do I like? Actor or and then we're oh, going to do actress. We, we can do both if you want. Actor, you know, if, you, if you have a we, yeah. actress. Hmm. I always thought Jodie Foster. What? Um, no, mm. I was just oh, thinking no. her, and I dismissed it. No. And the the reason why I dismiss it is that when I first saw Silence of the Lambs, I thought it was great, but when you watch it back, she's very breathy, and she just does the breathy thing. And I need to watch that again. Some actors do that. Just That's to, like Tommy Lee Jones, though. Well, I was. Gonna she's not very versatile. <clears> I was going to continue. No, she. You know, the accused. She's amazing in it, and but she tends to play very serious sort of she doesn't tend to move I'd like to see her do a comedy she can't Freaky Friday the original Disney movie yeah there you not go. seen that in fact most Disney movies from that period I'm gonna I'm gonna throw Sigourney Weaver into the mix yeah no yeah that's a good one but again versatility yeah but she does comedy she's just serious she yeah, does she that's do, very she do comedy very well it was good enough Mm. Heartbreakers was pretty good. Steady. It was. Really are. I and mean, that's fucking brilliant. Yeah, but she was probably one of the weaker things in that, I thought. Yeah. You, you see that? Have you ever seen Ray Liotta be shit, though? The Galaxy Quest. Ah, that's true. That's true. But in comedy, she tends to be the straight woman. Yeah, true. Ghostbusters, she's the straight one. She's the one who doesn't make jokes. You know who I like who's going around at the moment is Sam Rockwell. Yeah, he's Rockwell's good. ace, yeah. Who's good. really good. And he's <clears throat> Always obviously strong. very diverse in the roles he can play because he did Scary Movie and Galaxy Quest, but then also did Confessions of Dangerous Mind. And uh, Green and Mile as well. He Green was Mile. fucked up in that. Incredible in Green Mile. In yeah. fact, I'm going to change him to my best actor at the moment. Thing. Andrew Brower would be mine. Um, no. Oh, no, he's not. Oh, he's still. No. Just for Pembleton. Yeah, but that's one character. Yeah, but just for Pendleton. There was so much that he did with that character over yeah, the five but years. Still, it's this just is a, like... Just for anyone who doesn't know, Zandra Brow is quite obscure. He's uh, he, he basically played a cop in a show called Homicide, and he did the entire third, three seasons where he was this... He's a Jesuit-trained cop who was um, quite loud, quite theatrical, and then in he got bored of playing the role because he kept winning in every interrogation. And he said, right, well, I need to, I'm going to leave the show. So the producers then said, well, hang on a second. How about if we did something interesting with your character, would you stay on? And he's like, well, what have you got? And they said, like, well, how about we give you a stroke and you lose half of your motor functions, your mind goes to mush and you have to sort of rebuild your life again. And then he said, yeah, right, I'll do that. And stayed on for another two. And he took one of the most fucking brilliant characters you loved so much and then just destroyed him in one scene where he just has a stroke the and then prob- like the problem I have with it though is he came back 
That was the writers more than anything. I know it was, but once it was there, it was like, oh, we're bored of this new Pendleton, getting back to the old version. But he never really got back to the old version. He then became a third stage where he was quite a subdued character for the last two seasons. Yeah, but at the very end, sort of end of season, whatever, six was it? Six. Yeah, he was back to his old self, right at the very end. Right at the very end he was, yeah. But that was the, that was the, whole, the whole arc of it. But yeah, just, oh, the, yeah, yeah. Just, just the scene when Bayless gets shot in the back and he's screaming yeah, yeah. for the paramedics. It's just like, fucking hell, he can scream like, no, he can shout like, He is dynamite, man. he is dynamite, but... Uh, that would be mine. Okay, so worst actor, actress? Arnie. <laughs> it has <laughs> to be Arnie, really. really. The worst there has ever been. He can't actually act, so that's, yes. That's a very fair point. You know, the man is appalling. The man of is absolutely <laughs> awful, as we have covered in depth. Yes. Prior to this. He's just a lump, isn't he? He is. He's just a lump. He's just a dummy. I'm trying to think about Stallone as well, but at least he tried. He tried. Stallone's all right. Copland for Stallone. He actually did act occasionally. You know, he could. And like it or not, Rambo is a good fucking movie. Rambo is a good fucking film. It really is a good movie. It's... It's what it is. It's not complicated. It's not Lord of the Rings, but it's a good fucking action movie. You know, I've never seen it. It's good. I've Did seen you it not? Stallone is my weak link. I've only ever watched Rocky Five oh God. and Copland. And that's really? it. No, right. Really? First, for Stallone? First, oh, and Ants. Rambo was good. First Ants Rambo. as well. Rambo's ace, yeah. yeah. Um so, okay, so who's the worst? Are we just agreed on Arnie? Is it that simple? Is that, is it? Well, let's throw, where let's throw a couple more suggestions in there. Well, maybe we, that, maybe it's not ben fair Affleck. because we're ben not really, Affleck's that's not. He's a good actor when he wants to. Yeah, do it. that's the problem. He just, he is in shit and consequently performs shit in that shit. But I've seen him be good. No, I've seen, I've seen Ben Affleck. I know he can do it. You know he can do it. Boiler Room, for instance, he's fucking dynamite. Anything he's in with Kevin Smith directing. He's all right. Mm. He tends to play the same characters in those, but yeah. Yeah, but so... It's got to be Arnie. It has to be Arnie. Yeah, but it's not really fair using Arnie because he's not an actor. Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom, then. Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom. Maybe the pirates will kill him in the next one. Maybe they fucking will. Do us all a favour. Because they would have done in the first one, really. I think. Ah, oh, previously, Johnny Depp, best actor. Oh, oh yeah. throw him in there as well. Yeah. Now, along with Robert Downey. Robert Downey. There's Downey, a Downey yeah, Downey's Downey. good. Mm. So, who's bad in the actress sort of? <laughs> arena? Has to be fucking Knightley, isn't it? You've, you've got Knightley, and then you've I got all the that. little the pop starlets who venture into film. Yeah, again, you can't really count them in because no. it's not fair. No, so people. That's like are, counting rappers, you know. There are occasionally good ones that crawl out of it, but the, no. David Crumso. I think people who actually call themselves actors as their main career rather than musician slash actor. David okay. Caruso. Is he that bad? No, he's not that bad. <laughs> he's just he's he just shows shit. shit. So he's not that bad. He's just he's so, so shit. shit. <laughs> there we go. There's a, there's a comment for a t-shirt. That's it. So Kira Knightley and Orlando Bloom. Kira Knightley and Orlando. Yeah, two the, the next Pirates movie. Two looks Brits. Doomed, oh, it? Kira, she's. So shit in so every way. absolutely shit. She can pout like no one's business, but she can't fucking act. Oh, but... And, and really, mm. I mean, I know you tell me she was named as the sexiest woman on the planet. Yeah. Recently, By yeah. FHM. Paul is there. She's not even that. 
You can name I, 100 yeah. better looking people within the film industry alone before in this you room. get to Keira Knightley. There's only four people in yeah. there. Yeah, and we're all better looking than Keira Knightley. No. <laughs> we're not. And none of us have got the chest of a three-year-old boy like she has either. <gasps> That's what? True. 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 <laughs> I'm just saying that the sexiest woman on the planet shouldn't look like a three-year-old boy who's just got out the bath when she's naked. That's all I'm saying. I just think, you know, a little bit of a womanly figure there, perhaps a curve or two, not just this stick thing with the short little... She looks like a giant cotton bud with a little bit of fluff on her head. <laughs> you know. She's so beautiful. No, she's not. She is. She no. is. Can I, I, I can't stand Buffy. So Michelle Gellar. Really? Yeah, I think she's lame. Lame, lame actress. I tell you about the two guys in the video shop I heard talking about Buffy. I told you this, that I've always thought, and it's probably shared with a couple of people in this room, that uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar looked her best in the first couple of seasons of Buffy. Yeah. Because she got super skinny after that, and it was like, you're just super skinny. That's weird. She's you're, pretty good in You look like Kara Knightley now. No. Back when she had meat on her legs, she that had was a really one. nice pair of legs back in the first couple of seasons yeah. as well. And she was just that, you know, a few pounds heavier. And, and then, like, yeah, she did. She became a rake. She became a rake. And then everybody lost interest in her, and everybody shares that opinion. And then it was when I was in Music Zone, and I was walking down the stairs, and I was following these two really really huge fat guys with long hair that stank that looked like the comic book guy from the Simpsons and I could hear the conversation and it went something like don't you fancy Sarah Michelle Gellar well I used to when she was in the first few seasons of Buffy but after that she just got too skinny I thought oh god I'm like you no now I have to go and move into my mum's basement no it's just everybody's like that is everybody like that everybody knows that shall we move on then most, okay, we'll talk about films. We'll leave the actors and actresses alone now. So, the most wanted sequel. If you can make a sequel to a movie. Can it be a sequel on top of already another, say, for yeah, example, yeah. Back to the Future 4 for something it, like that? It can be, yeah. Right, okay. I wouldn't want Back to the Future No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want, that, want that, that either. I wouldn't want that. Unless mm. they actually did genuinely make with all the original cast and crew and writers and directors and everything. Even then, the story was over. Well, yeah, it's, it would just be another adventure, wouldn't it? Yeah. And so would diminish. It would be a sellout. But, it would be a sellout. Yeah. Mm. So, okay, you know, what would you... Because I'm thinking... Serenity. 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 Yeah. I'm having a tough time with this one because I think a lot of films, I'm just glad they ended when they did mm. and I'm not really bothered about getting a, another story. So I'm just trying to sit here and think about stories that I feel have been unresolved for me. Well, I suppose it's the universe. I suppose it, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back. No, you won't. <laughs> I suppose it's just stuff that's got mileage in it. You know mm. what I mean? Mm. Like, um, for example, Serenity, there's still a whole heap of possibilities Definitely. There. But, I mean, Serenity feels like we've had something ripped away from us straight away I think you know it's really really good ah, but you're not having any more yeah mm. and that's maybe why Flash Gordon oh. yeah Flash Gordon Denied. the end question mark yeah it's the end <laughs> really <laughs> well, that answers you, that you put it? that on after all the film it's the end um, I would most like to see a sequel to The Burbs you know I'd still like to see another next gen crew Star Trek movie yeah, Nemesis didn't finish because it for me. Because they didn't... The last few were shit. 
First Contact was my favourite Star Trek movie. Yeah. We could have the is it better than Khan debate for days. And I'd win. And (laughs) we'd be no closer. But it's my personal favourite. And I really feel that after that one, they couldn't be arsed anymore. I didn't mind Nemesis. I thought Nemesis was all right. But Insurrection was a bag of... It was rubbish, and I didn't get on. It was a bollock yogurt deposit. One. It was what that was. It was fucking crap. It was a whole heap of knuckle children. Yeah, knuckle children being spawned out of Patrick Stewart wanking over how much he'd been paid. That was about it. I think the mistake was turning uh, Captain Picard into an action hero because the man is sixty-five. Yeah. He's not action hero material. There's no action hero material. He never in that did any cast. action in the series. No, he so, always stayed on the ship. So yeah. why now? Why and suddenly at the end of First Contact, he's in a ripped vest climbing up pipes in engineering. With his with grey chest hair sticking yeah. out of the sort of his like, body. No, he can't do that. He'll be all tired. He'll just need his slippers and a cup of tea after. <laughs> Bless him. Earl Grey Hot. Earl Grey Hot. As much as I want him to be the action hero, he's probably not. If Harrison Ford's too old to play Indy, then Patrick Stewart's too old for an action Captain Picard. Yeah, I suppose. That's all. But I would like to see another Star Trek movie before they start messing about with all this bollocks about, oh, let's do Kirk and Spock before they... Stop going backwards, everyone. Yeah. Why? Prequels. We don't want prequels. We know the prequel storyline to Star Trek. It's been written down for 30 years. But Chronicles of Riddick was pertinent to our lives. Oh, there you are. something, (laughs) you see? (laughs) Then you're just into films that... Scary movie. Why is there a two, three, four? Why was one made? No, I can see why they made one. But one. Two, three, and four. No. Scary Movie 2 was an abominable film. Oh, it Scary was. Scary Movie cool. It was the best one I heard on that was, um, what was it one reviewer said? Uh, there were 11 writers on this uh, project. That's less than one joke per writer. Yeah, that was Empire. <laughs> that was Empire, yeah. yeah. Terrible, terrible yeah, it was, film. Gosh, it really was. Um, so well, I heard three is actually quite good. No, three, I've seen three's three. all right. It's, three's yeah. all right. It's much better than two. Yeah. Do you know why? Because they Leslie changed Nielsen. the writers. It was and they, Jerry Zuck. Uh, yeah, it Zerry was the airplane Zerry. naked gun police squad oh, people who right. took over, which is why it has Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, yeah. And that's why the standard just went up a lot. Right. Granted, it went up from really shit to quite shit. But, <laughs> but it still it is still went it is still a lot them. better than Scary And they put too. Charlie Sheen in, who I can watch in comedy most days because he's quite good, Charlie Sheen. Oh, come on. When they run out of the house <laughs> and they start just spinning around randomly, like the camera's spinning around them, which is fucking funny. It has its moments, it but it's still it. bad. And Leslie Nielsen's always, well, not always... He's another trooper. He's like 180 years old. Yeah. Leslie Nielsen. He'll never die. He, he, and he looks exactly the same he as he does, did in 1986. He? In 86, he looks the same as he did when they made Police Squad. He has never aged a day. And his first movie, Forbidden Planet. Go back and watch that. He looks like he does now. He was born that way. He was. He was, <laughs> he was born that way. Sure as Chuck what, Norris what came out kicking, yeah. Leslie Nielsen came out grey. <laughs> same as Steve Martin always grey hair yeah yeah always what is that about these people who hit seven and then go grey weird traumatic experience I think so yeah it must be he probably watched must Scary be. Movie 4 <laughs> no he couldn't have done that sorry so what is the worst sequel of all time Terminator 3 you're saying, you're saying it's um, Friday the 13th part 5 aren't you 
No, because then it depends on what you're gauging. Worst sequel, you're gauging that based on the material prior to it. You're talking to a biggest letdown, aren't biggest you? Biggest letdown. Whereas Friday the 13th Part 5 wasn't yeah. so much of a letdown from Friday the 13th Part 4. It wasn't four. like the standard yeah. was good it wasn't, to start with. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like the drop. expectations were already in the trash can. Yeah, no, they were in the rat's stomach eating <laughs> the mess from the bottom of the trash can. But the... Yeah, no, it, uh, worst sequel, worst sequel, worst sequel. How many times can I say sequel? Sequel? Quell. <laughs> See, it's obviously the Star Wars thing as well. Ah, now. Actually, I think we're onto something there. That's think, not a sequel. True. But technically... I think we can include anything that was made as a result of another film. Yeah. Directly as a result, not the whole like. Well, if there was no French connection, there'd be no this film or whatever. But a direct sort of. I've got it, by the this. way. I've got it. It's Robocop three. Oh, oh. You see, but is that worse than Terminator three? Yes, because Terminator yes, three sure didn't have yes. a I've never absolutely seen it, really. unequivocally worse than Terminator three. It's fucking awful. Three's you will a- not believe how awful it really? is. You really won't. Three is a bad number. Once you hit three you're either going to go into the legendary trilogy or long stream of crap, mm. which is why I fear for Spider-Man 3. Now, see, nah, what did you think see, of Godfather 3? Because I didn't mind Godfather 3. I didn't mind much. it. I didn't think it was anywhere near as bad as people want it to be. Well, again, but I didn't it was the think fact it, that it was necessary. Was, it wasn't necessary. It did add to Michael Corleone's arc, which was good. Mm. I liked that. Well, I liked the final resolution, off. yeah. But the, the general... Um, I think that gets slated so much because it was so less than the first two. Like yeah. the first two are just miles ahead. That's but as it, you know, it. it's a solid three star film, Godfather three. It's just that next to fucking Godfather one and two, it's just, yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm going to have to say mine is the, the episode one, two and three, because for me, they, their existence destroyed something that was so good beforehand. Terminator 3 didn't ruin Terminator 1 and 2. You just forget it's there. We can just eject that. You just eject it. Like Alien Resurrection. Alien Resurrection. Just just move it to one side of your cerebral cortex. It didn't happen. Episode 1, 2 and 3 destroyed the legend of (laughs) those 4, 5 and 6. No question about it. How many times do we see on the forums people going, I just won't show my kids 1, 2 and 3. Don't do them. They're not good films. All that. Mm. They just destroyed so much and gave Jake Lloyd more screen time. And anything that gives him more screen time is bad. Because it's that. So and wrong. fucking Arnie films. So, The Boy's the Kiss of Death in a good movie. Yep. Right then, should we move on? Yeah. This leads on very nicely to, in your opinion, which director should never work again? <laughs> well, I know what yours is. I have several. <laughs> well, Lucas. No, no, mate. No, mate. You see, that's the thing with Lucas is the fact that he actually can't yeah. direct. He managed to somehow magically hit something with the first Star Wars and the other two Star Wars is directed by other people. He's a good ideas man. He's and he comes up with a good imagination. He's a good producer, but... He's not a director. He's not a director. See, I've never been upset by his direction, just his writing. Oh, I've been upset and, and by all kinds of from him. Yeah. Well, his his choice of 
shots and things as well. Yeah, the choice of deliveries. There's nothing like the it's just thing. Yeah, it's up. not just that. It's every yeah, all of them apart from episode three tried to do something a couple of great things, but they're just flat. How flat was the Phantom Menace? Oh god, it, it was, was just dire. it was just flat. There was, that's the only way I can describe it. There was nothing to. There was no anima. There was no it, no. Passion, you just got no umph. Bored, yeah. Yeah, it just went on and on. Just flat, you know, like processed cheese. Yeah. 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 Just crap, flat. Mm, exactly. Crap. You want to hear it first, Bell? Lucas, Lucas stop proce- processed cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I would have to go with Mr. Bay. Michael yeah. Bay. Mr. Bay. No, I disagree. Yeah. He, sh- he shouldn't be allowed to He should be allowed anymore, to direct right? music videos. No. Which is what he's good at. See, Bad Boys 2... Is shit. Is shit, but it, it's good to watch. No, it's not. I watched it. Because it's heard. cool. It's no, cool. it's just too much It's action. lots of action, but it's great to watch. To just sit down on a hangover, just go, oh, let's do Bad Boys 2. Armageddon. It's not profound stuff. <laughs> not really Which turned out the title was just more a warning about the film than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind Armageddon. I don't mind Armageddon. Pearl Harbor. That's a that was. Oh, a, I've yeah, still was, never seen it, and I no. still never will. What's he doing next? Transformers, Transformers the movie. The movie. Yeah. That scares me because I want that film to be amazing, and it's not going to be. It's going to be a two-hour music video with lots of long, wide panning shots round and people standing up in slow motion, looking cool. Tense. It's going to be shit. Yeah. What about Baz Luhrmann? I like Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann should continue to direct until he dies. Yes. Then I have work to do. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Baz Luhrmann. I'm not even going to get onto this. I'm sure you no, just say either. things to provoke I'm just going to send Michael Winner to refocus it on a really, 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 really shit director. <laughs> really? Was he the, really? I've never oh, seen a Michael crap. Winner production. And, and does that not say anything about it? your desire to watch one of his films? He just makes crap. Really? And then he does Eshore efforts, and I just stop like him. I'd... Oh, him. Yes, yeah, yeah, him. Oh, God. So <clears throat> he's just he's just made a string of about 20 <laughs> films, all the same guff. Just recycles it. Really bad shot, really cheap, really fast. Bollocks. So, okay, then, next question. If you could go to any director's house and ask for your money back for a particular film... Who would it be in what movie? There's a couple. Go on. Whoever Doctor <laughs> Whoever directed the um the remake of Island of Doctor Moreau. Yeah. I play I paid good money in the cinema for that. Oh, who was that? I know that he directed French Connection too. He's the same guy. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, that's quite funny. Um, and he sounds similar to William Friedkin, but it's something like Fredkinson or something like Is that. Is it William Friedman? No, it's not William <laughs> William Friedman right. doesn't exist. Um, the only film I've ever walked out of in a cinema is Multiplicity. Really? I hated it. Fair enough. Fair enough. You guys? I I walked out of Doctor Doolittle 2, but I was seeing it for free. The one film <laughs> that sticks in my mind the most <laughs> is, is still Moulin Rouge. And what I never once paid what is get wrong a grip. With that get a film. grip. So much. Nothing. Get a grip. There's inconsistencies in this is style the man who likes musicals. You like musicals. It's how not, can you not? No, like it? right? Don't get me wrong. The music in it's very well done, and it's it's performed as well as 
Nicole Kinman can perform anything really. Uh, but I, it was ruined for me by the direction because I felt it had many inconsistencies when he was trying to be stylistic. He didn't maintain a style throughout what the movie. What do you mean inconsistencies? There were, there were a couple of bits that he put in. For example, at the beginning, near, near the beginning, when uh, Jim Broadbent's explaining something, the little shots where it's speeded up for a couple of frames and stuff yeah. like that. Very stylized things that you just do there and you end up thinking, why have you done that there? What was why there and never just, anywhere just else? Just to be quirky and, and it, just to it, it put just a different winds spin on me up. There's no consistency. It's not let's pick a style and do that. It's like, oh, throw that, that in there and that in there and that in there. And for a musical, for when your focus is people singing and all of that, it was so, the shots that he chose were so bad. When somebody's singing, I don't want a shot looking at the back of their head. Do you not want to it's see the reaction simple. of the other person? Most times you don't get that even. You know, there's ways of doing it where you see both and there's better ways of <clears> directing <throat> it. And so while that film could have been spectacular, it wasn't. And it's also to do with the fact that Tristan played it every fucking day, <laughs> That's three times a day, horrible. for what felt like an eight-year period of my life. <laughs> that was horrible. And then when he stopped, somebody gave him the fecking soundtrack. And that played every day, all day. And then when he got bored with that, that tune from Lord of the Rings trailer came out. The old Requiem for a Dream. For those of you who've never lived with Tristan O'Field, while he's a lovely little chap, he does tend to play things over and over and over. Very loud. And over. And over and over. Somewhere in the world, he's still playing Moulin Rouge. Yeah. Somewhere in the world, he's still playing my Slovo CD as well. Has he still got that? No, I mean, I've got it, but he's obviously copied it. And yeah. that, I used to love that CD. It was my favourite CD, but he he didn't destroy it for me because I still absolutely love it. But it took me a good two years to then listen to it again. Exactly. So it's not Baz Luhrmann we should blame. It's Tristan. Tristan's the worst director of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I think- he's so bad, he ruined somebody else's film for me. <laughs> there you go. Um, I think I think the film that I'd go around the director's house and ask me money back for is Waterworld. Ooh. What a big fucking waste of my time that was. I would, but I, I'd anticipate a large queue. But didn't do so. <laughs> I wouldn't go on that basis. Mo- I'd be queuing for days to get our money back for Waterworld. Most waited for sequel, World, Waterworld 2. We've got Kevin's laptop, remember? Oh, yeah, We've yeah. got the script for Waterworld 2. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As soon as we've got a tenner together, we'll start. Well, yeah, we'll it. get yeah. high, high production values <laughs> on the Get a paddling pool out in the garden, yeah. and, you know, blow up one from Argos. Bit of sticky paper for our webbed feet. Yeah. <laughs> Is Dennis Hopper still desperate for work? We could get him in again. Could do. You see, that's the thing with films like that. I don't get how you have an actor like Dennis Hopper who read that script and went, yeah, I'll do that. That sounds good. Have you seen some of the things that Dennis Hopper's done over the years? Yeah, I shouldn't. Yeah. He's just, he's, he's more Dennis, a legend for the man than the acting. Yeah. Basically, yeah, he's a personality rather than a, yeah. rather than Like a we were saying earlier He's a good, he's, like, he's a competent enough actor, he's fair, you know, but he's no, in no way in any kind of, like, the league of the biggies. No, he's not. He's yeah. not. But it's good when you sat in an Amsterdam coffee shop and you sat below a picture of Dennis Hopper sat at the same table you're at. That's good. Yeah. I put my pad down. So that was the money back question, wasn't it? So what's the worst idea for a film? <laughs> Waterworld. 
<laughs> There's not much really to go on beyond that. Really, it's the world's covered in water. Great. See, I hated the one with Jet Li. I think that was a bad idea. For no, me. I thought what could have been good. It you, was highly flawed. Yes, you, but. you just have to imagine the pitch. That's what you have to think about for films like this. When the guy went into an office with a script and said, this is it, this is the film I think we should spend tens of millions of dollars on. And someone went, great, what's it about? And for that film, they went, it's like an Highlander, but with Jet Li and, and Kung Fu instead of swords. And they went, yes, make that movie. Here's $80 million. And it was shit. So there must be a few like that. Hmm. Or is this a tricky question? Sorry, sorry, what was the question again? What's the worst idea for a film? Idea for a film. Worst idea for a film. film. Is that one that just needed far more planning? Yeah. Possibly, yeah. I think I just personally wanted to slag off the one. And Kiss Kiss of the Dragon. Timeline. (laughs) Now, having read the book, Timeline was a sound idea for a movie. If they'd followed the book. If they'd followed the book. (laughs) Yeah. But then Wendy wouldn't have got the book. Right. Wendy just needed where they went back in time. And that's not what the book was. I've said that all before, mm. you know. And it had Anna Frail in it. Yeah, but most things with Anna Frail in generally stay away. I like Anna. Frail. I like her. So, are there any any names on posters of films that you would see a name and think, "Well, I'm not watching that film just for that name." Generally, Kevin Costner. See, for me, it's Julia Roberts. But really? she, she, a couple of hers will get through the net. Closer, when- Erin Brockovich. I've never seen Aaron Brockovich. Fucking good film. Closer got through the net because you all made me watch it. Fucking good film. That's why. Other things like that. She gets through with things like Ocean's Eleven and stuff like that when you're really watching a Brad Pitt and George Clooney movie. So you, you, And she's you, also in it. But I would never watch a to film. to look at Brad Pitt and George Clooney over Julia Roberts. They don't look much like monkeys, unlike <laughs> Julia Roberts. Have you seen Ocean's Twelve? No. There's a scene at the end where she's sat in the back of a car and she looks like a monkey woman. And that's just how she looks now. <laughs> monkey woman. The monkey woman. Monkey woman. You think, no, monkey woman. George Clooney's way out of your league. Go back to the jungle. I'm glad you mentioned Ocean's 12 anyway, because that was the biggest letdown oh, I've one of the ever had. I'm going to tell a- you now what? that I read the other day, somebody's... Ocean's 13 is on its way. Oh, my God. And oh, my God. that came to my attention because a very big name actor whose name I can't remember right now has signed up to be number Justin two. Timberlake? No. Right. A big my, name actor. My issue with that. Not a big name twat. <laughs> my issue with that thing was that in order to pass off this woman, she was pretending to be Julia Roberts. And uh, that that just sucks ass. That is so lazy in terms of story writing. You, just... you just got to the point where it was sort of like, well, hang on, yeah, doesn't George Clooney's character kind of look like George, George Clooney? Clooney? And doesn't that guy over there look an awful lot like Matt Damon? Yeah, he does, actually. And At just... that point, they should have just gone, fuck this Robin business, lads. Let's set up a Hollywood star's lookalike. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we're going to make a fucking killing. Yeah. Now... <laughs> It was just, it's just a, it would have been a really good scene <laughs> in a spoof movie. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. would have been a really good scene in, say, Naked Gun 2. Yeah, you know, it would yeah have been that type of thing. That type of film. But for Ocean's 12, it was just completely out and of place. And Bruce Willis, who came in and played himself. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. Awful. Bad idea for real life well, within films that are films... Ocean's 12 had more than that, though, because the, the structure of Ocean's 12 was absolutely bollocks. It's like instead of having one big heist, they had three 
mediocre ones. Boring heist. Yeah. That's another film and we like, should get our money back for. Definitely. Yeah. And I still want the fiver back. I spent it on the DV of the Passion The only of the redeeming feature of Ocean's 12 is Steven Soderbergh's cinematography. There are some awesome shots. They're fucking amazing shots. About the really well stuff. Well. The soundtrack's not even, not, not doesn't, as good as the first. Not as good as the first yeah. one again. Didn't touch it. And that was, I thought I had really high hopes for that because they went into that with a really good mandate. They said they weren't going to spend any more money on it than they did on the first one. Mm. which I thought was, you know, really good. And that was the only, like, Steven Soderbergh didn't want to do it. And he said, yeah, I'll do it if we don't spend any more money on it. We have to do the same thing. We have to do the same amount of money on the same budget because there's so many sequels just blow up the budget and the same as the first one with more explosions and more stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's still got this amazing talent behind it, but it just looked like the egos took control on that film and just went nuts. Yeah. And he just, yeah. It was, so... Yeah. See, Tom Cruise is another name now that would put me off. Didn't used to be. Certainly didn't used to be. But he is now. I want to see Mission Impossible 3. I've I've not seen three stars in the Metro. Three out of how many? Five. Sorry, no, sorry, four. It got four stars. Four out of five. Is that just for entertainment value, though? Quality. Probably. Probably. Metro are notoriously hard with their film reviews as well. Like to actually get them to give a foot of positive film review is really difficult, which is yeah. that's why that's quite surprising, actually. Yeah, it's very surprising. Um, mm. But I'm just kind of getting sick of the fucking CGI action film, to be perfectly honest. I want to get back to the fucking. Like French Connection. Ritty, yeah. Gritty gritty drama. Gritty, yeah. really good action. You know, like fucking Bond movies. That's what I'm hoping and for from Casino Royale. I'm really hoping for that. If they do one CGI action shot in that, I'm going to be fucking annoyed. Because hmm. it's like, wire work is fine. Using dummies and masking over things models, is fine. Models is fine. Just don't. If you have to use CGI, don't put it in your script. Good point. Basically. Mm. We've got all this way without talking in about any detail about Superman 4. Yes, we have. I want to mention it because I watched it yesterday and it's one of the worst films I've ever seen. Certainly not the worst film I've ever seen, but one of the worst films I've ever seen. Budget cut in half during production. Special effects shots reused again and again. She's reminded me of films like Wagon's East. Now I said that, that was a bag of shit. The one where John Candy died halfway through. Also starring Dr. Cox from Scrubs. I thought that was Canadian Bacon. No, that was that was years ago. That was a Michael Moore film. That was Michael Moore's only film film. Yeah. And right. it's poor. Anyway. Anyway. Best director, have we got that? Have we talked about that? Well, we've done worst director. Well, let's do we? best director. I think that's fair. Best director, best director. Oh, there's a few. There's a few. There's a few. Michael Mann's up there. Well, if you're going with American directors, um, <laughs> I have a long list. Uh, it's got to be Michael Mann, Steven Soderbergh. Scorsese. Scorsese. Yeah. yeah. Steven Spielberg. It just goes on and on. It, it does. Um, if you're going like foreign directors, uh, Christoph Kuskowski. Um, the Amelie guy. Park. Amelie guy. Uh, yeah, Jean-Pierre Jeanette. That's it. Um, <clears throat> Channel Park. Um, Danny Boyle can be good when he wants to be. <laughs> Hit and miss. And other times he works with Leonardo DiCaprio, who we can add to that other list along yeah. with Orlando Bloom. Mm-hmm. Same type of person, same type of actor. Although now Marty's really liking Leonardo. He noticed it's like Aviator and Gangs of New York. And he seems Steven to be Spielberg new... seems to like him as well. Yeah. Ah. And to be honest, I haven't seen many Leo films. I've only ever really seen Romeo and Juliet. 
See, I hated that as well, but that was what's his See, also, uh, yeah, um, also, Cameron, can I have my money back for Titanic whilst we're asking this uh, Oh, question? yeah. Yeah, we're all getting money back for that one. That was just trash. Although, no, I don't know, almost worth it just to see him die at the end. If you can catch, if you can catch the last 10 minutes of Titanic, it's worth it. The but. best, no, the best bit of that film is where the guy hits the propeller. Everybody says that. <laughs> it is the best bit. Everybody says because that. it's the best Even bit. Even when it was out, people would go, have you seen Titanic? No, you've got to see it. There's this bit where this guy hits his head on a propeller. It's, it's, it's fucking it. awesome. It's it is the best it bit. Is the best Everyone bit in the it, cinema just went, oh, yeah. like that. It was very, <laughs> you know, I think it was mint. If you it was spent, absolutely mint. It was almost worth the price of the ambition. <laughs> just for that guy getting in his fact, head can, Cameron you can keep a quid of my money for that yeah. <laughs> what, what's he well no the thing then? is with Titanic as much as it gets slated for the two hours of pure guff love plot crap Billy Zane do I give a oh, shit oh what was no. the trivia on it how many times oh how many it was something like how, how many, many times, times Jack says Rose and how many times Rose says Jack and Jack mm-hmm. says Rose something like 56 times in the film and Rose says Jack something like 85 times <laughs> There's a Jack Rose, Jack, Jack, Jack Rose, Mr. Frodo, <laughs> Sam, Mr. Frodo. You want to take it, don't you, Sam? You want to you want take, to take my ring. You want to take my ring. Where did that come from? <laughs> hey. <laughs> but yeah, if you don't, if you don't think about, if it, it was just gayer than Brokeback Mountain that relationship, yeah, wasn't it? It was. It was, it was really so such too. a homoerotic subtext. It's like Gandalf as well, the big. You know, there's such a his staff in his hand. He's the yeah, he's leading them to yeah. Oh, but, uh, no, the other but two hobbits as well. Titanic there as well. Is, uh... Titanic does have a good hour worth of pure carnage, which is entertaining. Really, it's just interlaced with guffness. It's the same problem that you have with Pearl Harbor. The action sequence in the middle of Pearl Harbor is stunning. It's really, really good, and it's really well done. It's just the hour after it and the hour before it, which ruined the fucking thing. But the actual sequence itself is really good. I like the Poseidon adventure for a ship that's going down. I think that was the... the Not seen. Brilliant, the old original one that came out in the 70s. It's, it's cheesy now. You'll see it on TV. It's another key um, Gene Hackman movie. Oh, is it? And it's yeah. brilliant. It's absolutely fantastic. And I'd much rather see a ship go down and, and feel like you're in it. Whereas Titanic was just a, a story being told to us for a lot of money. A Poseidon adventure looks a bit cheap enough, but... They've handled better. They've done the remake. Have they? Yeah, Poseidon, which comes oh, out yeah, this month. On the, on the TV? No, no, no. They've done a new... An actual movie. An actual movie Russell. with Kurt Russell. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Kurt. Kurt. Kurt Russell. Kurt. So, if you could direct any film, what would you what would you pick? What, as in one that's already been done? The, well, I suppose if, if you have an idea for a movie that you'd like to direct, then you could say that. But if there was a film that has already existed that you'd think, well, I'd like to have directed that and I might have done things differently or something like that, then what would you have done? I would like to say, well, I, I know for a fact I could have done better on Stars <laughs> 1, 2, 3. Um, yes. Just by the fact that I could probably direct a little bit better than Lucas. And you wouldn't pick Jake Lloyd. And How much directing Lloyd. experience have you had? Um, approximately zero. That's two more than George Lucas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
on what scale are we working on, by the way? <laughs> Cubits again. Cubits. Oh, we're working on the crime scale. Yeah, the crime like, what's scale. a fucking crime? crime? Lucas. It was off the crime scale. Processed cheese. cheese. Processed cheese with 96 cubit rating. Off the minus minus 96 cubits of processed cheese. That was what the first three Star Wars films were. And he loses points for no chin. Uh, off the top of my head I'd like to direct Moulin Rouge and just show you what the fuck I'm going on about but other than that I suppose you're into the classics aren't you you know how cool would it have been to direct Jaws and stuff like that I'd have liked to have directed um, Mm. uh, it's always the ones that are close for me it's the ones that are really like nearly nearly there like Star Trek Nemesis I'd yeah. have liked to have had Event Horizon. Event Horizon. Star Trek Nemesis in particular, I'd have liked to have darkened that up and made that a lot better. It could have been so it, much more. That's than the it problem because Nemesis had so much potential to be a real yeah. fucking yeah. finish to the next gen crew. And then they just like, they pussied out and the Why whole did they killing data, data yeah. when there's B4 and it was just all a bit shit. Yeah. And so probably for those, I, I would do Jurassic Park 2 The Lost World. Because, again, that was another one that could have been so much better than it was. Choosing a Spielberg. That's and it's great. the only Spielberg film that my first words, as the end credits rolled, I turned to my dad and went, oh, dear. <laughs> anyway, it wasn't as bad yeah, as Jurassic Park 3, though. It was far inferior to Jurassic Park 3. Jurassic Park 3 was the movie 2 should have been. No, Jurassic Park 3 was absolute balls. I think they should have taken the best bits of 2 and 3, and then that, that would have... Hmm. Been, because hmm. two has like a couple of good sequences. Yeah, the As, the sequence was the fucking the, 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 thing the van the over the edge of the cliff had me on the edge of my fucking seat. That was good because that's when it got back to what Spielberg does really well. Yeah, is the tension and suspense without it going over the top into gore. Eighteen certificate tension and yeah. suspense. Yeah, family tension and suspense. Yeah, the rest of it was diabolical. Oh, the sequence where the, uh, the T-Rex... It's like the is, T-Rex gets back on land and eats people. Oh, yeah. that's pissed. Really and how the it. hell did the T-Rex kill yeah. the pilot... In, with in, the arm on the... With, with the arm on the handle yeah. in a tiny little room. That's what, what, what happened there? About. How did the T-Rex get its mouth into the fucking cockpit? And, and then just not itself cockpit, in the, the, fucking, in the, the bridge. And it's, just, it, yeah. it's just a bad take on fucking King God, Kong as well, isn't it? Godzilla. Let's face it. Yeah. Mm. Is, have we? Have any of us seen King Kong? Have you no, seen no, it? actually. No. no, I'm not in a hurry to either. King Kong, the legacy of King Kong, never really interested me that much. What do you need to know? It's Big Monkey. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, I don't. It, I do really, really want to see I it. I would have just... gone to see it for the special effects because I'm sure that that as a Peter Jackson film is yeah. a hell of an experience. But it was when people who'd seen it started coming back, going, "It's actually a really." heartfelt love story between the woman and the ape and you'll cry at the end and I just thought fuck off <laughs> no I won't God. cry at the end of King Kong I'm not into bestiality you know I'm, I, I won't I won't care the monkey's dead really so I'm, I don't know I want to see you weep at the monkey's death I won't weep at the monkey's death oh, if you want to see me cry put me on Rouge on so if you could be a, if you could go, what shaking heads at this Moulin Rouge abuse, just unprovoked. I'm going to start this a topic on the forum. Get this on the forum. Get this on the forum. I'm going to start a topic on the forum. You lot still like Lost in Translation, anyway. So, 
There's another one. I'd, I'd direct that and I'd put the end in. Do you notice, right, do you notice something? There's a trend. Is it, What is it? Is this my, the film's Richard likes and hates trend? Well, you always seem to be in the minority on these decisions. I do like that. But are you doing that just to be controversial? Sometimes. I know you do sometimes. Not all the time. Certainly not all the time. Sometimes, though. Maybe you should just accept I'm not doing it today. See, there's another interpretation of the trend, and that is that Richard doesn't like good films. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe you have no taste. Really? Yeah. Really? Mm. I've got more taste in my left testicle than you. Really? Yeah. I'll go back and do the limey then. Lime is a good film. It's a good film. Okay. So... You and Bobbis can go off and, you know... Watch The Princess Bride. Watch The Princess (laughs) Bride. Go ahead. It's all... That's the wonderful thing... I'll take intelligent editing over That's the the wonderful thing with films and cinema is that it's entirely subjective. You get the experience from it that you get from it, and that's personal to you. And that might be the same as everybody else. It might be different. For all you kids out there. No one person's (laughs) opinion is any more valid than anyone else's. Sorry, I can just hear this violin music in the background for some reason. It's a very small violin. Very small violin. You know, guys, (laughs) I'll tell you what's wonderful about cinema. (laughs) Movies have the power to make dreams come true. I've got a mouth organ. I've got a mouth organ. No, no, keep going. We're enjoying the speech. I'm done now. All right. <laughs> now we've crossed you. <laughs> Far next, from that. Next question. Next question. If you could play a character in a movie, ah, oh. what character would you play in what movie? Obviously, in what movie? Otherwise, it's pointless telling us the character. Aragorn in Lord of the Rings would be a fucking good one to play. I'm trying to think now. I don't know any porn character names. <laughs> I, I don't think there are any porn no. character names. And I think if you're watching a porn film which has as much plot as to give the people names, you're wasting your time. Go and get the oh, they do. without the plot. They do. They do sometimes. That's what I mean. Go and get the ones that's just shagging. That's why you're there. Why waste time with that fast forward button? Yeah, I don't think that counts, does Nobody it? Nobody watches the plot of a porn film. They just happen to put it in. <laughs> And there'll be a chapter on DVDs now. Why is this man actually fixing the fridge? Yeah. I don't <laughs> actually want to see him fix the fridge. So... I, I couldn't do it, but uh, Captain Reynolds from Serenity. I'd, Malcolm, Malcolm That'd be a Reynolds. great character to play. Alison, do you have I wouldn't name? want to play it necessarily, but be him. I'd like to be Malcolm I Reynolds. I think you're taking this question to the next level. Yeah. See, I what I'd like to say is I would play um, Orlando Bloom's role in... Um, pirates and do it well yeah, that's very that's good and at the end of the day I get to hook up with Kira maybe you can teach her to do it well as exactly well. I would do I would do I made the, no <clears throat> mind you how old is she 20, she's about 15 now isn't she she's way too old for MySpace yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you by the I way G-Mac, admit, for your I, comment I, I had a flake through MySpace and I did notice that somebody takes the time and trouble to put celebrities in there and make them up a profile. Some, like the music ones, some actually are. Right, fair enough. Especially the music ones, because obviously you can't put copyrighted shit on there. No, but Um, I I did notice a couple where you thought, that's not that person. Yeah, yeah, there's loads. Arnold Schwarzenegger doesn't have a MySpace profile. Stephen has got a MySpace account. Has he? He has, I'll Yeah, I'll find that, I'll find that. Apparently, everybody has a MySpace profile. You just don't know it yet. <laughs> <laughs> You're born with it. 
Okay, um, the film that I'd like to play someone in. I don't know. I think I'd just choose something to have a lot of fun with. So probably Human Traffic. I'd want to be one of the girls in Human Traffic. I'd like to play... You see, I think Doc Brown in the Back to the Future trilogy would be an amazing part to play. And then you're into stuff like, could I be captain of the Enterprise in any strange universe? Or Luke Skywalker. I'm really in the sci-fi vein there, aren't I? That's... You're just away from fulfilling that. boyhood fantasies now, aren't That's you? what that is. Well, what what else is it, you know? Alternatively, I always like the idea of playing Captain Jack Sparrow. But again, that takes us back to Pirates. You and me should have done Pirates of the Caribbean with Keira Knightley. That's how it should have been. Yeah, but Johnny Depp was fine in it. That would have been all right. Yeah, he'd be much better than me. Yeah. But we're, we'd be on the realms of, could you actually play that role? I wouldn't be a convincing oh, Doc Brown, could, but I'd, it would be fun. I could play Bloom's role better, believe. <laughs> yeah I'll I tell you which one I like as well uh, Glenn Close's role in Dangerous Liaisons just because she gets to wear the most fantastic costumes while killing folk it's brilliant she was good in 101 Dalmatians yeah I thought she was wicked in that you know that was voted as the most offensive film to disabled people of that year really yes by the disabled people slagging stuff off that slags them off society or whatever it is they're called. <laughs> we'll be What's on there the next year. For that? <laughs> uh, but yeah, because there's a scene where I've, I've never seen it, but I believe there's a scene where the two henchmen open a door and the guy behind it's got a disfiguring scar. And the joke is, is that they're looking at his scar. Really? Yeah. I can't remember. It's been years. That was it. And it's about three seconds of film. It yeah. really is. And that was voted as the most offensive thing to disabled people in cinema that year. Surely Forrest Gump's leg brace is magically say, coming think, off and he can run again like a real boy. Different year. It's far different year. more offensive. Oh. Different year. Hmm? Different year. Different uh, year. Juice Bigelow, European gigolo. That's, <laughs> that's terribly offensive. Well, the to first one's quite offensive as well. Anyone, really. Second one, we, as we said, we watched it last night and you laugh thinking, I'm going to hell. <laughs> I am going to hell for this. The family guy thing. Yeah. 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 The whole, I'm laughing at a woman because we're watching red wine come out of a tracheotomy <laughs> hole. And it's just... I'm going to hell. <laughs> burning, burning. So, okay, well, should we wrap up? I think we should. We should. We're uh, on the hour and seven mark. Okay, again. this is now our longest show. Well, this yeah. is the this is the special. So yeah, it's the special. So. That's okay. So, just to follow, finally, a thread that came up on the forums that questions a lot of debate is: in your opinion, what's the funniest film? Which is uh, something that I started. Was that you? I started good that one. one. Yeah. So good, we'll include it in a podcast. Yes. What's the funniest film, though? What did you suggest? I didn't put any suggestions down. I, I simply opened... Ah, opened now I'm going the, to turn uh, the tables back on you then, Craig. Okay. Say, say to you, Craig, what is the funniest film? See, I do absolutely love Juice Bigelow, the first one. Mm. I think it's fucking priceless. I really, really do. But there is more. There is more. We run into a dangerous territory with this where while a film can be hysterically funny, it can also be absolute shit. Yeah. As a movie, Juice Bigelow is questionable to say the least. But it's But you'll piss yourself from beginning to end. Same with Freddy Got Fingered. 
Yes. Now, <laughs> yeah, that's that not a film. It's not a film. It's an abomination to all that is holy in the world. Road Trip's good as well. Road Trip's very good. Road but I'd like good. to go for... Sorry, Mike, who just left the room. We're on the, in your opinion, the funniest film of all time. Ah. So there's that. Then you've got things well, it's like... clearly Sophie's choice. <laughs> I pissed myself. She has to choose which kid to die. <laughs> she's like, that's so raw. That's so fucking that is funny. That is rubbish. It's brilliant. It's like the worst thing to happen to somebody Sorry, in the film, well, isn't it? No, we didn't, like, did you ever have it where, because um, I remember seeing, like, when I was a kid, especially when I was younger, you'd see something horrible happening or someone mourning or something like that. And your natural hideous instincts is to laugh. laugh. Yeah, yeah. So I pissed myself at Sophie's Choice. It was so horrible. I was just laughing all That's the way That's the darkest thing I've ever heard. What's the saddest moment in a film? The worst thing to happen to somebody in a film, other than death. Oh, um, end, think, the end of Arlington Road. Yeah. It has to be. I remember. The worst, remember. the saddest thing I ever saw in film was this really old film from the 40s starring the woman who played the mother in Mary Poppins. It was that older film sort of thing. And it was basically this man and woman who had seven kids and lived in a cabin in the woods. Right. And first all the kids got sick and one of them died. Then the others recovered. Then the dad died. Then the mother died. And the film ended with the oldest brother taking his younger siblings round the neighbors to be adopted before walking off on his own in a blizzard, <laughs> never to be seen again, fade to black. And that was just, Fucking was there no reason to make that film? <laughs> that was just two hours of crying. Bloody Nothing hell. good happened to these people. And Bloody it wasn't, wasn't even like it was a, a recollection of a true story, a tragic story to retell. No, it was just, hey, I'm going to make you cry. Bloody and hell. cry my mother did. That's unbelievable. Uh, oh, your mother, your not mother, you. Yeah. It was you. It was I, you. Yeah, I, it was. Yeah, I don't whatever. care. Yeah, whatever. Your mum was looking at that. You went, I'm just going to... Uh, Get something from the kitchen. When I cry at films, you'll know it's happening. We'll watch Forrest Gump all the way through when we get home. We'll watch it crying. Oh, God, the Green Mile destroys me. Yeah, I didn't yeah. believe you till we actually watched that. <laughs> I was <laughs> gone. Fucking hell, you weren't joking, were you? God, I was fighting it as well. <laughs> well, trying to. I hate that feeling. It's awful, isn't it? It's just, oh, my God. I'm going to start and everybody yeah. can see me. Yeah. I actually like that kind of visceral reaction when I watch stuff. I actually quite like it when it gets you that much. I do like just it, like, but it depends who's in the room with you. Yeah, it is. <laughs> the amount of times you and me have been watching films and both of us go, yeah, it's, it's something in there. Yeah, yeah, just be like, just focus, like, did that get you? Yeah, three, two, shit. <laughs> so, oh, I bawled my eyes out to Hotel Rwanda as well. If you haven't seen that, I See, mean, it's, it's... I think you've gen- mentioned this before, yeah. Yeah, it really got to me because it's, it's true. That was the thing, true watch, story. Everything you're watching really happened to these mm, people. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you can't get away from the emotion that... They didn't go going. through what that family in the woods did, though. His um, family was all together at the end. At least they had a fucking family, yeah. <laughs> yeah, was terrible. So it shall- was just that whole, take your brothers and sisters to be adopted by the neighbours. Yeah, Mum, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So this means no Xbox for Christmas. As soon as though this is approaching one hour twenty? <gasps> Twelve. Twelve. Okay. There's two in there, you're halfway. 
Yeah, I'm quite far away from the screen. And the other one is a one, so that's near zero. Yeah, yeah. All right, shut up. Anyway, shall we wrap this one up? Shall we wrap this one up? So I think what we've decided while we've discussed this thing so passionately is that there's lots of films out there and some of them are very good and some of them are very bad and you have to make the choice that's right for you. Can you stop violating? <laughs> <laughs> That's you on my fucking shoes here. We're all different people. We should celebrate our differences and our similarities and all these things. Hang on, I'm just going to get a Dajo for strings and play that. Yeah. Over the, <laughs> the end of Platoon was happier than Richard right now. So. Can we just finish up, though? I just want to confirm that we have named Juice Bigelow, Male Gigolo, as the funniest. We have. Time. I've, I've never so, seen it, so I can't really contribute. Before we wrap it up, I'm just going to simply say some like it hot. There you go. Team America. Team, Team America. America. Oh, oh, hilarious. All these things, you know, because I'm, I'm sure. The one. first naked gun, airplane. 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 Hot, hot shots. Hot. Airplane. Can you come to the carpet? The carpet? What is it? That's a little the fun. <laughs> of the, that's not important right now. <laughs> I think we should also mention that we were going to review the 40-year-old version today, but can be asked because there's really not that much to talk about. Which is Apart a very funny film. But it's it a very, very, very funny, funny film. film. Yeah. I was howling last night. There was very, very funny parts to that film. Get out of the room, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> you know how I know you're gay? Your dick tastes like shit. <laughs> Other than that... Right, let's stop if, if you want to debate Italy. any of these points, we have a forum. Yes. Find it simply syndicated.com slash movies you should see html. And guys, I worked it out. There. We need about four more votes to be sort of... Yes, but working on the percentages, seven. that means we need another country to have its entire population listen to us to get another four votes. Yeah, that's true, yeah. I don't so know. guys, come on, there's loads of you listening out there. Takes two minutes. I want to be the Star minute. Wars podcast that Let's hasn't broadcast an episode Wars. since August last year. Let's be still that. getting more votes than us, and it's really that that's. Let's get go. firmly in the top ten on podcast alley, and let's beat Star Wars on there. And yeah, it takes one minute to vote. It would be fantastic, and we'd appreciate it so, 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 so. Much. We would, and it's just it's the best place to do that sort of thing. Yeah. We can't be doing with the iTunes thing; it's bollocks. Yeah, yeah, forget uh, about that. So get now. on to podcast alley. I'm more interested in what people who actually listen think. Yes. I think that's much more valid. And if you think a lot and wish to donate some money to us so we could get a decent microphone, stuff like that, there's a donation or a subscribe button at the side of the webpage. And, and just, also remember to recommend a friend to our, our lovely podcast here. <laughs> and if you're still listening, well done. <laughs> well done. So good night, everybody. Good yeah. night. Oh, hang on. Good day. Good day. Sorry. Yeah. Good Yes. Good See you journey. tomorrow. Bye. Good journey. Good journey. Good journey. <laughs> <laughs> I want forum entries as to what film that's from. Good journey. Good journey.